on this episode of TR Talk. And that's not how greatness is done. Greatness is done by saying, it doesn't matter what I did yesterday or what I think I'll do tomorrow. I will not allow those feelings to dictate how I show up. Or yesterday was challenging, so I don't feel like doing it today. It's one day at a time. Create the standard. Create the process. Live it and attack it one day at a time. Hello and welcome to another episode of the TR Talk podcast. This is Tommy Tahoe Alemo, and I am here to help millennials fast track their personal development and kick ass. On this episode, we have an interview with Ben Newman. Ben Newman is a highly regarded performance coach, international speaker, and best-selling author, and he has an absolute rap sheet of folks that he works with, uh, including but not limited to the U.S. Army, the Minnesota Vikings, University of Iowa, and he also works with the North Dakota State Bison football team who have won five straight national championships for football. Uh, he's also shared the stage with folks like Jerry Rice, Ray Lewis, Tony Dungy, Colin Powell. Uh, the list goes on and on. He has a repertoire of uh, working both in the professional sports landscape as well as the business landscape, and he brings some money today. Really excited to bring this one to you. Before we get into that, want to introduce the TR Talk Fan of the Week, my boy Keegan Lavin. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Keep on doing your thing. If you would like to be like Keegan and support the TR Talk podcast, I would highly recommend you do that. You can go over to wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe, leave a review, share us out on social media, tell a friend. Um, this is something that I work a full-time job in sales many hours a week, and I do all of this podcasting separate from that. So it is early morning, it is late nights, it is weekends, this is a Sunday night that I'm doing this, and all it takes, if you find any value in anything that we've put out yet, uh, just take the two minutes and show us some love. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And one other thing that you may not know is that you can see the full show notes, everything Ben talks about, uh, what we think about each show, and a lot more if you head over to TomAlamo.com and get the full experience. Um, But now we're going to get off of our soapbox here and bring you to our episode and our interview with Ben Newman. Thanks for listening. All right. Welcome to another episode of the TR Talk podcast. Ben Newman on the show. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. So excited to be with you and all your listeners. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, thank you, Ben. We're, I'm fired up for this one. And, um, you know, just to give some context and dive on into this. So I actually first heard you um, on Andy Frisella's podcast, which I love, the MF CEO. You guys should check it out if you haven't already. Um, but you joined him on episode 107. It's called Win the Day. Um, and I'd love to just, and this is something that you've been talking about for years and years. So I'd love to hear, um, from you, what winning the day means to you. So first off, uh, you know, that, that episode 107, I probably get more people even to this day. And that was probably 18 months or, or two years ago to this day, more messages on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter about that episode. So 
you know, as a, a speaker, you know, a lot of times people say motivational speaker, inspirational speaker. I'm a coach. And, you know, when there are things that are sus- sustainable for long-term growth, that's what really gets me fired up. So, you know, I love, I love this initial question. I love the concept of winning the day because each and every single one of us, we have the ability to stay focused on the things that we can control, which will cause us to have success. Oftentimes when we underperform, it's because there's too much stress, there's too much fear, there's too much doubt because we're holding on to results that we can't control. So imagine, everybody listening, if you were to take whatever it is that was important to you, you're training for a marathon, you're training to do something in the gym, you want to write a book, you want to write a marathon, it's getting to the next level at work. Identify the daily disciplines that will cause you to have success and drive your wins every single day based upon your effort, not the results that you can't control. Yeah, and that's, that's huge. And, and I think that that leads up to you know what you call um, – your prize fighter day. So I'd like to hear you talk about that. And, and, and I'd be curious to know um, how, you know, your advice for, let's say you're, let's stick with the marathon path, right? And, you know, you're, you're just starting out, you're in no way in running shape. You're, you ran two miles and you're, you're gassed um, and you hardly see the finish line in sight. Like, how do you, it's easy to say that you focus on the processes, but when it's day 67 and you're exhausted and you're still only at seven miles as your max distance, what kind of keeps you to keep pushing forward? Like, do you set incremental goals along the way or or what keeps you kind of motivated through that? Well, first, I I think you have to find what's going to motivate you to get started in the first place. You know, very often in, in having the opportunity to be brought in to speak or doing coaching work with a team, it's, it, it's this common theme that you hear that people are trying to fight for somebody else's purpose, you know, rather than really defining why it is that you want to do it. And until you understand your own hard wiring or your purpose or where your conviction and motivation comes from, it's very hard to do it. Once you identify that, when you get to day two or day three or day 59 or day 67, not that it's going to be easy to train for a marathon. However, if you stay connected to your purpose, you're going to find your fight to do what it takes to finish the training, to compete, and to run that marathon. But when you're working with these high-class, high-caliber athletes or entrepreneurs or, or uh, you know, working professionals, What's the first step that you would suggest to them if they don't even know what their purpose is or if they're trying to, to more clearly define that? Well, I, I think the first part is, and I, I'll actually give a gift to all the listeners. If everybody goes to freeplaybook.net, you can get a free copy of your mental toughness playbook. So, so to go as deep as you possibly would want to go to answer that question, it's right there in the playbook. It's the six proven mental training tools that we've used with Fortune 500 companies, as well as professional athletes where we've worked with Super Bowl champions, NCAA champions, everybody can get it for free. And it all does start with purpose. You know, we have to identify what is your why? What is your motivation? And, you know, a lot of times people will say, gosh, I've, I've never thought about that. And I always ask the question, well, what if we were to grab your future and bring it to today? You know, a lot of times connecting to what you want for the future is oftentimes what gives you clarity for what you want to fight for today. I remember being a 25-year-old kid entering financial services, and I was thinking about working as hard as I possibly could to impact people, but to provide a life for my children. I didn't even have a girlfriend at the time. So here I was, I was, gra- I was grabbing my future to say, 
I want to work hard today because I want to provide a life for my kids that weren't even born yet, and I didn't even know who their mother was going to be, right? So I think for all of us, it's getting clear on what we want and what motivates us, and then it's staying in your lane, not trying to compare or to compete against anybody else. You just go and be your best, take your unique talents, hammer them every single day, win one day at a time, and that's how success is done. Love that. Absolutely love that. And would you say that that, that um, you know, knowing your why and having the, I've heard you talk about, you know, the intent to succeed, like, is that what you think differentiates the, you know, the Hall of Fame people that you, athletes that you speak with and, you know, the, the Super Bowl winning teams versus those that fall just short or versus those that go two and 14? Is it, is it that purpose that separates them, you think? Yeah, well, 100%. It is definitely purpose. It's vision. It's understanding where they want to go. I'll share with you a good buddy of mine, Aeneas Williams. So he's a pro football Hall of Famer, one of the best cornerbacks to ever play the game. Played 14 years in the NFL. I mean, there's only 170 living Hall of Famers. I've had the opportunity to share the stage with a bunch of them. And I remember having a conversation with Aeneas, and I said to Aeneas, I said, what, what is the difference? what's the difference for you Hall of Famers? And he said, there's a common denominator that we all just want to get a little bit better every single day. And that ties back to that win the day mentality, right? Let's not, we can have big goals and a big vision. I want to be a Hall of Famer. I want to be a champion in my business. I want to be an entrepreneur. I have a business idea, but I can't tell you what your revenue is going to be eight years from now. We can set a goal for it, but are you willing to get better today? Are you willing to put in the work that's going to cause you to have success eight years from now today? Yeah, I, I think that's huge. And I would agree with that. And, and, you know, speaking from experience as, you know, a 24 year old, that, that is pretty ambitious. Um, I find it sometimes difficult to just be patient and trust the process as, as some uh, NBA players say um, that, you know, if you do the right things every single day, it'll add up. But a lot of times it's like, man, I've been doing this for whatever, six months, two years, five years, like when's it going to happen? Um, and yep. so I think it's just, it's, it's the trusting the process and, and marking off, you know, winning each day and, and, and trying to get incrementally better. That's, that's powerful. Um, Correct. And something that I noticed when we were emailing back and forth about trying to set this up and I, I saw it on your site as well that I had to ask is, you do, you, I mean, you have tremendous energy and you do a lot of capitalization and specifically, you know, words like great and pretty much anytime you write the words you or your are capitalized. And, and I could guess as to why that is, but I'd, I'd be curious to hear from you um, why you structure like that. Cause I think there's a purpose there. Well, first off, the fact that you're asking the question means that the purpose behind it works, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're not, yep. you're, not, you're not the first, first person. You know, obviously, you know, we as individuals, we want to do things or say things that help you create a brand. So I've been asked many, many times, gosh, you capitalize you, you capitalize your. Well, let's talk about why that started. It started because I love, whether I'm in front of an audience speaking live or whether somebody's reading a book, it, if somebody's going through the Mental Toughness Playbook, I want that individual to take ownership of that opportunity. So when I say you or I say your, I'm directly speaking to you. And I want this to be about you. I want you to connect for your purposes, your reasons, your vision, where you want to go. And then I, I discovered if that was so important, 
to connect with each individual? Well, in book titles, okay? So I wrote a book called Own Your Success. Well, if the name of the book was Own Success, it's not as powerful for the individual to connect as Own Your Success. I also wrote Got a book it. called Leave, Leave Your Legacy, right? Leave a legacy. Leave your legacy allows somebody to take ownership. Your mental toughness playbook is all about you. So we definitely u- utilized it for branding, but it's really the main reason is for people to take ownership and get excited about where they want to go. Love that. I, I, I mean, I, I noticed it and I, I had to make sure I asked about it. And I think that's, I think it's powerful and it, it definitely the purpose, it, it stands out. Um, so you've, you've accomplished that for sure. Um, and I think it just, if, if nothing else too, it adds that, um, it kind of breaks through that dull email or dull, you know, writing text on a website barrier. It's like, man, I'm fired up and, and you're capitalizing. You have the exclamation points and it's, it's awesome, man. Well, Chris, you, you want people to feel your energy, right? You want people to yeah. feel your energy. You want people to feel your passion. Yeah, no, that's and something that has always stuck with me is a Jim Harbaugh quote of, you know, trying to be the most enthusiastic person you know, which if you actually try to do that on a certain day, be the most enthusiastic person you know, it, it drains you out. And But people look at you differently and people smile more around you and you're, you're, you inspire more people that way. So I, I, that's always, you know, something that's really positive that, that um, I've tried to live by. Uh, I think it's a great quote. Can, so, I, can I mention so, something? Yeah. Can I mention something? So that, that, that's a great quote. You know, if people are motivated by something, keep it in front of you. I mean, I could sense a shift in your energy when you read that quote. So one of the exercises in the playbook, it's called your legacy statement. It's kind of like our take on a vision or a design statement. And in that, it, it, it offers an opportunity for somebody to write down quotes that inspire them. Well, when you think of that, you're ready to take action, right? You're ready to be that enthusiastic person. So for everybody out there, don't have a favorite quote that sits dormant that you read six months ago. What happens if you have the things that motivate you if you keep them in front of you? So the playbook is very intentional to do that. And then what ends up happening is you end up driving on a daily basis a concept that we call standard over feelings. Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. Show up every day fired up and ready to go, driven by purpose to live to a standard or to attack the process that causes you to have success. Far too often, somebody in sales, right? So, Tom, you're going to appreciate this. Somebody who sold something great yesterday, they show up today saying, what do I need to dial the phone for? Look what I did yesterday. Or I've got five, close, I've got five closing opportunities tomorrow. What do I need to dial the phone for today? And that's not how greatness is done. Greatness is done by saying, it doesn't matter what I did yesterday or what I think I'll do tomorrow. I will not allow those feelings to dictate how I show up. Or yesterday was challenging, so I don't feel like doing it today. It's one day at a time. Create the standard. Create the process. Live it and attack it one day at a time. Yeah, that's really powerful. And if you think about whether it's a successful CEO or a successful athlete or coach, I mean, they – as soon as they win the championship or as soon as they have, you know, a massive quarter, they're always on to the next one, right? Just pretty much immediately after to the point where you almost think like, man, do these, do these guys and, and, and girls even, you know, appreciate what they've done, but they're always just so focused on the future. And I think that's, that's what separates them so much. 
Yeah, I'll give you a great example of that. This, this will just absolutely hammer home exactly what you're saying. I've had the opportunity to be the performance coach for the North Dakota State Bison for the last three football seasons, one one mm-hmm. AA football team. Their quarterback, when I, my first year there, was Carson Wentz, so the, the star quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, he had traumatic injury this year, but don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. He mentored Foles. They win a Super Bowl. Well, I won a national championship with Carson his senior year. We just won another one in January of this year. And two weeks after winning that national championship, those kids were back in the weight room hungry with our strength coach, Jim Kramer, ready to get better. And when you walk into the weight room, when you walk into the weight room, and I've already received text messages. I'm actually heading back there for a speaking engagement here this week. Coach Kramer and I were texting earlier this week, and he was saying, these kids are more locked in than I've ever seen. And we've won six out of seven national championships in a row, six out of seven the last seven years. Now, when you walk into his weight room, you are not allowed to wear national championship T-shirts. You are not allowed to wear national championship uh, or uh, conference championship T-shirts. You are defined by the work that you put in today. And these kids constantly want to get better. So all I'm sharing here today is what I've seen great champions do and what I've seen great individuals in business do had define yourself all the way back to what you were most excited about for this interview just to find yourself on winning one day at a time and the rest takes care of itself that's it and so yeah I think you know the, the last piece too or last question I have here too I know we're getting short on time is winning the day is so important and you know someone like myself who you know, tries to achieve a lot in a day and and try to cram as much as I can and, and, you know, take down as many obstacles as I can. I think sometimes gets a little overwhelmed with like, man, I need to get 37 things done today or I don't win the day. When in reality, you know, maybe I need to just focus on five or three that are really, really important. Any last words on on how to help prioritize that? Or maybe that goes back to, to the purpose. Well, it goes back to the purpose, but also goes to our concept that we call your prize fighter day. And your prize fighter day, you can all find it in the playbook. Once again, you get a free copy at freeplaybook.net. And in that playbook, your prize fighter day breaks down what are the things you need to do personally every day, professionally, and in your service to other people. So three different categories. So as a, for instance, if you're training for a marathon, it would say right now the most important thing is I got to do my marathon training. If you're in sales, it might be I have got to have 40 POCs. I call those points of contact. Those are outbound phone calls, text messages, emails in a day, all the way down to the service-based piece, which is I'm going to do a random act of kindness for somebody today. Identify what's going to cause you to win and to have balance in your life, and you're going to achieve more. Love it. So, Ben, I know we're, we're off time here. Last question for you. Where can everyone find you on social media um, and follow the continued fight? So social media is at continued fight, right? So life is a continued fight. It's a boxing match. It's a sprint. It's a marathon. Success is measured in our ability to get back up one more time than we've been knocked down. So come hang with, come, come hang with me on social media and uh, would love every single day, very intentionally messaging every single day. And it comes from me, not somebody else. So you're getting my real energy, my real passion. Come join us. And the website is bennewman.net. Love it, man. Love it. Yeah, everyone, give him a follow. Twitter, Instagram, I, I follow him, and, and he's true. Uh, he's, he speaks the truth. He, he, he will fire you up if you are not already fired up to do what you got to do. Ben, really appreciate you coming on. I'm ready to go this morning. 
um, loved having you on, and, and um, we'll talk to you soon, man. Tom, I appreciate it as well. Everybody continue to go do great things. And that is our interview with Ben Newman. Wanted to share a few of my favorite parts from that episode in that interview uh, that were really my takeaways. You know, the first is Aeneas Williams. All you got to do is get a little bit better every single day. Win the day. You don't become a Hall of Famer overnight. You don't become your best self overnight. You don't reach your goals in a day. All you got to do is get 1% better every single day and push the ball forward. Number two, talking about the North Dakota State Bison. No championship gear is allowed. You're defined by the work that you put in today. What have you done for me lately? I love the idea of not getting complacent, of not looking ahead or looking behind and really being present. Uh, And the third thing is he has his social handles as continued fight. Life is a continued fight. All you got to do is get back up one more time. If you're knocked down seven, get back up eight. If you're knocked down 700, get up 701. I love it. I love Ben's enthusiasm. I highly encourage you to check out uh, all of his uh, links and his talks and his books and everything. Again, you can head on over to TomMalamo.com. In the full show notes, I'll put everything in there for you. Um, Hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great day. Out.